Hello and welcome to Bible Bedtime. This is season three, episode 186. And tonight is the final episode of season three, where we have read the third chapter of the Old Testament, Leviticus. And tonight we'll read the final chapter from the third book of the New Testament, which is Luke. Our next episode will be season four. And based on the feedback I've gotten from listeners, we are going to continue in the same format we have done previously. So I will begin reading in the next episode, in the next season, from the fourth book of the Old Testament, which is Numbers. I will continue reading from the book of Proverbs and finishing each episode with the Lord's Prayer. If you would like to help me with season four, I would love that. Here's what I'd like to do is based on feedback from listeners, I would like to read your favorite Bible verse at the beginning of each episode. If you will send an email to BibleBedtimePodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Facebook at BibleBedtimePodcast and share with me what your favorite Bible verse is. I will read that as part of the introduction in each episode. I really want to thank Beatrice and some other listeners who have provided fantastic feedback and encouraging comments. I appreciate it very much. Tonight's chapter is, of course, one of the four stories in the Gospels that tells of the resurrection of Jesus Christ after his crucifixion. And it is a beautiful and wonderful story. But before I begin the story, it's time for you to end your day and settle in for a good night's sleep. It's time to allow the day and all the burdens of the day and the thoughts of tomorrow to literally be lifted away from you. I want you to settle in and relax and I invite you to close your eyes and imagine all the trappings of this earth, all the worries, the concerns, the people, the tasks, the interruptions, the frustrations, the fears. I invite you to picture all of those lifting away from you and floating away because there's nothing left for you to do 
to address any of those today. And they will float back in tomorrow or whenever they're needed. But right now, the best thing that you can do for yourself and for those you love is to get a good night's rest. So, as is our habit, let's relax and take three deep breaths. One, two, and three. Very, very good. Now, let's settle in and read from the book of Luke, chapter 24. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? <laughs> he is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you, while he was still with you in Galilee, the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. Now, that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up 
and walked along with them. But they were kept from recognizing him. He asked them, what are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, are you only a visitor to Jerusalem and do not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things? he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but they didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but him they did not see. He said to them, how foolish you are and how slow of heart to believe that all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Christ have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus acted as if he were going farther. But they urged him strongly, stay with us, for it is nearly evening. The day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they recognized him and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven and those with them assembled together and saying, It is true. The Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Then the two told what had happened on the way 
and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see me. A ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet. And while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, do you have anything to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. He said to them, this is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, this is what is written, that Christ will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my Father has promised. But stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. When he had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Then they worshiped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they stayed continually at the temple, praising And tonight I will be reading from Proverbs chapter 17, verses 11 through 28. An evil man is bent only on rebellion. A merciless official will be sent against him. Better to meet a bear robbed of her cubs than a fool in his folly. If a man pays back evil for good, evil will never leave his house. Starting a quarrel 
is like breaching a dam. So drop the matter before a dispute breaks out. Acquitting the guilty and condemning the innocent, the Lord detests them both. Of what use is money in the hand of a fool, since he has no desire to get wisdom? A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. A man lacking in judgment strikes hands in pledge and puts up security for his neighbor. He who loves a quarrel loves sin. He who builds a high gate invites destruction. A man of perverse heart does not prosper. He whose tongue is deceitful falls into trouble. To have a fool for a son brings grief. There is no joy for the father of a fool. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. A wicked man accepts a bribe in secret to pervert the course of justice. A discerning man keeps wisdom in view, but a fool's eyes wander to the ends of the earth. A foolish son brings grief to his father and bitterness to the one who bore him. It is not good to punish an innocent man or to flog officials for their integrity. A man of knowledge uses words with restraint and a man of understanding is even tempered. Even a fool is thought wise if he keeps silent and discerning if he holds his tongue. Now, we will end the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from the evil one. Thank you for joining me in season three of Bible Bedtime. Now it's time for you to go to sleep and sleep well.